You know, it's the wrong kind of religion, but that's where we're at. Our Final Fantasy fans will know what that was a reference to. Justin, it is time for a new season. Uh, A lot of stuff has been going on for both of us. Yes. I'm excited to be sitting here with you. Uh, how you feeling? How's the rib before we get into what's, what's uh, um, on? I, I'll just get into it. Um, I was at work yesterday just doing work stuff and out of nowhere, I was like, Oh, I don't feel great. What is something's happening? And then over the course of the next 10 minutes, it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And I was like, fuck, okay, I gotta go take something. My, I hurt. I'm in a lot of pain. I went and took something. An hour went by. I was like, fuck, this is just getting worse. It's been getting progressively worse nothing's happening okay i'll wait a little bit and see what happens waited about another half an hour and i was like okay i have to do something uh so i called my physio place and was like yeah i'm i'm having like the same kind of like pain in that area uh so they made an emergency appointment for me i was able to get in and uh i my rib started like the muscle started to get inflamed and started to pop my rib back out so they popped it back in, dealt with that, taped it up. And then today, even though I didn't work, I had to drive back to the physio place and they like massaged it. And in case the listeners don't know, there's a big difference between a massage and a physio massage. A physio massage is like a lot of pain and it's like basically working to get the muscles back into the proper place. Whereas a regular massage is like, relaxing and nice this was not relaxing or nice i yeah, so I, I, I don't know if i cried this, or not yeah sorry anyways job this week yeah and um a lot of what i was doing the last couple of days is like unboxing the lab putting equipment together some of that shit's really heavy but there are graduate students who are like 22 23 so i'm a manager now so it's like i'm going to help you but i am not doing this myself because my old ass back does not need this anymore so I, yeah. I've, I've kept you in mind as I have been going about the heavy lifting in this new position because I am too old and I don't have the health care like you have up there in Canada to be popping bones out and pulling muscles. Yeah, it uh, cost me a total of $175 and Damn. I got paid for the rest of the day yesterday and today. So <laughs> Dollars or loonies? Oh, fucking same thing. Whatever, okay. <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, like... It has made, it's going to make, make work interesting because I told them like, I can't, I have to do light stuff because I'm going to just going to keep it. I'm old myself. motherfuckers. I can't yeah, do I, this anymore. My I'm body not, can't do it. <laughs> I'm like mid thirties. I can't do this anymore. Like I, I can do it, but I can't do it as fast or as like <laughs> a constant. Mm-hmm. So it's going to make work interesting because I'm going to have to start showing like the younger guys how to do stuff. And, uh, okay. Maybe try to like do more writing wise and then just like find like a crappy part time job. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things go. All right. So, with that kind of rundown of our life stuff, what, what's been new with you? What have you been watching, playing, reading? Um, reading wise, I'm going to start with that because I always forget. Um, okay. I'm, I have about two hours left of the second last Dark Tower book. Um, okay. Okay. The Songs of Susanna. I think that's yep. what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. It's been the roughest one so far. Like not great, but I've been told that's the case. I've been told that it is 
a lot. I've heard Song like of Susanna it. is the roughest of the the bunch, yeah. and it is definitely very rough. Like I find myself listening to an hour, and then I'll go listen to some podcasts, or I'll switch over to Game of Thrones. Because uh, I re- oh, also you, you re- did you did decide to start Game of Thrones over? Yeah, I just started started with Game of Thrones. Good old Roy Detrice there. Um, yep. Man, it was it book wise. I think that's it for books. Um, games. I actually reviewed the Last of Us remake, which comes out tomorrow as we're recording this. Can uh, I ask you a question? Yes, absolutely. Skyrim gets all sorts of hell for re-releasing constantly on like everything, right? There was even yeah. a Super Bowl commercial of Skyrim for the smart f- fridges. Yeah, yeah. Why is the Last of Us not getting that same kind of? You're ridicule. kidding me, right? Uh, it is. I'm legitimately I'm, I'm oh. asking because it came out on PS3, PS4, now it PS5. Is. It is. It is. It is okay. getting that ridicule. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, Besides you and like Alex and like Ginger, I do not pay attention. Oh yeah, to there's like a huge discourse around that game a bit. Like, why is it getting? Why is it coming out? I will say. Um, I mean, I was gonna buy it anyways because I get yeah, FOMO I know, when I it comes to big games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, the accessibility options alone make it a completely different game than the original release. Like, okay. to the point where I, I'm going to try my best to explain this, but I don't know if it'll come through. Okay. Um, so The Last of Us 2 had, like, a ton of accessibility stuff. Like, more than control. Like, way more than control. Oh, really? I didn't get oh, it. Yes. Like, way more than control. So they've kind of adapted all those back into The Last of Us 1. And they've also added, I mean, they've added a bunch of more stuff, but the, one of the most interesting ones to me was the fact that because of the haptics in the dual sense, you can feel the emotion of what people are saying through the controller. That's cool. And it's super weird because I don't, like, it's something that, like, I left on my whole playthrough. Because I've, I've never experienced that before. And it was like... Yeah, it's definitely novel. And it helped me pick up on, like, nuances that I don't think I've picked up on before. It's okay. it's super fucking weird. And it's... I mean, it's... I mean, I love that game. And I mean, I think it looks amazing. It looks so much better than it did. And it already looked good. It looks like... It's one of the best-looking games now. Um, other than that, though... Um, Cause I, I'm just notorious for like not liking re-releases. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's when, why you're Fantasy... not going to play Resident Evil Four when it comes out next year, right? And <sighs> and like that is so. That's the thing, right? So I was going to mention Final Fantasy Ten Ten Two, right? Okay. Um, came out on PS Two. I played it. It's like one of my favorite games ever made. Yeah. When it came out on PS Four or PS Three, PS Four, I bought it again. But it was for trophies. It was like for the the upgraded graphics, um, but it wasn't like promising anything. And then they, they've ported it to like PC and stuff and Switch and everything. To me, what I've understood at least is like this is like a remastered game, but it's not like Resi Two where it's like remade. Is that correct? So it is a remake because remastering is just taking what they do with final fantasy 10 right yeah taking it and like upping the resolution basically 
the a remake is like they remade every single asset for the game, every character model. They redid okay. all of the voice, like so the voice acting, the performance itself is the same, but they still have the footage from it. So they were able to add in, like it's just more detailed, including. So is the, it more like the ten ten two or like Resident Evil two remake? It's more so. It, it well, that's kind or of. Or is it a hybrid of both of them? It's like a I, hybrid I was of both. I, I really am yeah, curious. yeah. So yeah. it's it's kind of like a hybrid of both because like okay. it's the exact same story. Yeah, like the exact same. Nothing has changed there, but it looks like it. <laughs> Uh, that's not the best way of saying that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically a mix of the two because, like, so they've remade every single asset. Mm-hmm. All the character models are brand new. Like everything. It like Sam and Henry from the first game. When you go back and look back now, their co- their character models are shit. They really? they do not look good. Yeah, oh yeah, they've like completely scrapped those. And made, I like, had to brand I new had ones. to buy it on PS4 when we reviewed it because I remember my PS3 copy wouldn't work. Yeah. So I already own two copies of that game. <laughs> I own the PS3 copy. I have it somewhere. I just can't find it. PS4. I have it on PS5 now. And when it comes out on PC, I'm sure in like six months, because that's usually what Sony does now. Yeah. I'll probably buy it again. But that'll just be, excuse me, for modding. Is um the multiplayer back? I know people really like that. No, 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 no. Okay. No, that's going to be like its own thing. But other than The Last of Us, sorry. Sorry, I had to ask you <laughs> no, questions no, because like, you're, you're, the, no, you're my I, game guy. Absolutely. No, I, I think it's great and I think it's worth it, but I am also a sucker for just like buying games all the time. And I think that story is amazing. It makes me cry every time and it's even worse this time. Um, story other is than that. You're not alone. You're, you're oh, right. You're, you're, just, you're right. Yeah, dude, that game is... Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I also started playing... The game I actually talked to you a little, like very briefly on before we start recording, Kudelka, I believe is how it's pronounced. Okay. It is the, it's the not prequel, but it's like the the foundation for Shadow Hearts, which we'll be talking about a little Stay bit later. Tuned for more later. Yeah. Um. It's it's interesting. Um. I think I'm gonna keep playing it. It's very like. It reminds me a lot of like an RPG Resident Evil 2 kind of thing. It's it's like weirdly horror, which is cool. It's like going against the norms of like 1998, 2000s RPGs, JRPGs. It's it's really cool. Um, uh, there's been a couple of games that I was playing. Uh, shit, I start, oh, uh, I bought God of War on the PC because I'm going to mod the fuck out of it and play through it before November. Yeah, get. I was trying to decide whether to wait because obviously the Sons of the Forest got delayed, which you were right on. Congratulations, you uh-huh. were spot on there. Um, I knew it. I fucking. I'm trying it. to decide whether I should wait for Ragnarok to come to PC and scratch my itch with like getting OG God of War, mm-hmm. or if I should just get it on the PS4 because like I feel like if I get it on my PC, I can make it look gorgeous, but if I played on the ps4 even though my tv is good it's still ps4 pro i mean honestly it would probably obviously it's not gonna look as good i still think that game is gonna look really good all right so i'll just i'll Uh, pull the trigger on it i I didn't need much to convince me but well i mean forest pushed yeah And, and i figure like god of war 2018 
there's like such a uh, like a fever behind the like the new God of War that it's gonna it's gonna be like there's gonna be like a moment for it, right? And everybody's gonna be talking about it. Yeah, like Elden Ring, everything. Yeah, and trust me, if I could find a way to put God of War in this show, I fucking would. <laughs> <laughs> I would, like hands down. Um, I'm trying to think if I've been playing anything else. Oh my god. Um. Oh, actually, I can look over here. Um, I started playing, or I kept playing Prince of Persia. Sorry, I have to look over at my shelf here. You're good. Um, I started. I kept playing Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. I'm halfway done with that, and I kept playing uh, GoldenEye 007 Reloaded for the PS3. But it fucking sucks, so I don't think I'm gonna play it anymore. <laughs> what? Uh, um, I think I started watching Barry season three, keeping up with what we do in the shadows. I think that's it. What about you, Larry? So, TV-wise, I am up to date on Harley Quinn, House of the Dragon. Oh, um, fuck. That's what I, I gotta watch. I gotta keep watching Harley Quinn. I keep dropping off because it's like, well, House of the Dragon's out. Okay, well, yeah. I gotta catch up on uh, what we do in the shadows. Literally, it is the it is my favorite television I have watched this year, and it's not even close. It, it, it just continues to get better each week, and this episode, again, was it was perfect and i thought last week's was perfect and i thought the week before that was perfect i i literally don't know what the fuck's going on like it is it's just amazing like there is nothing about anything this season that would change mm. and i just it's astounding it's like as someone who loves batman i mean i have posters of him all around me and like just this and like and they're and they're messing with batman right it's about harley quinn and ivy but like so batman's in it and they're messing with his like mythos and like who he is as a character but it's all done with love, and it's just done so well. And this week's was just perfect. House of the Dragon's great too. Um, I'm still keeping my expectations very low, um, but it seems that they have found they're doing a good job. I only have two episodes left in season one of Attack on Titan, so we can review season oh, one shit. here probably next week. Okay. Okay. Um, movies. I saw Dragon Ball Super Resurrection F. That's when Freezer comes back. It's definitely the weakest of the super movies. Okay. Um, we watched the Page Master last Friday. How did that hold up? I thought it was fantastic. It made me happy. It was it was awesome. I I think it's a it's a little scary. Like I don't know at what age I would show my kids it, but like they're referencing some of my favorite books, like Doctor Jackal, Mister Hyde, Treasure Island, Moby Dick, um, a lot of fantasy stuff, and it just I mean it's macaulay culkin and doc brown like it's it's fantastic yeah uh it was a lot of fun even Devin, who didn't watch it as a kid even said it wasn't the worst thing she's ever done so i, I take that as a win <laughs> uh this weekend we went and saw two movies we saw three thousand years of longing have you heard of it no so it's from george miller the guy who did um yeah. mad max mad max uh, yeah. it it stars um idris elba and what's her face why am I blanking on her name? She was in the Suspiria remake. She was in the original Doctor Strange movie. Oh, Tilda Swinton. Thank you, my no. God! I just was blanked. it. Yes, yes, yeah. Sorry. The first three quarters of that movie is very cool, like very cool, very interesting, very fun. The last quarter ruined the whole movie. Wow. Ruined it. That bad. Yep, it was rushed. It didn't make sense. It like disrespected like the the pattern of the characters. It was it was a little bit problematic. I 
I don't know. I was telling them like I had a really good time until that last arc, and I was like, "This is a bummer." So, I, I don't, I don't even know where I'm at with that. We wouldn't sell bodies, bodies, bodies. I, I feel like I've heard about that, but I haven't actually. It's liked. like the new age slasher movie. It has Pete oh. Davidson in it. Um, <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun, but I guessed what was happening off rip, like immediately. I didn't, I didn't say anything because like Devin is actually actually gets enthralled with it, um, so she was surprised. But I was like, yeah. So, but it was good. I wouldn't. I would recommend going to see it. It was fun. It was fun. It was a fun slash. Okay, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll look up the uh, trailer for it anyways. And then I also watched a movie with Devin called Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. It's an old movie from the '60s. It's a horror film starring Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Um, their sisters, one was a vaudeville star, and then one was an, an actress, uh, and as the vaudeville star sisters faded, the other one started to come to prominence, and there's a lot of this dynamic between them, but it's just two of, like, America's greatest actresses just, like, being crazy off each other. Very dark. Interesting. Okay. Very okay. dark. It's old. I I would never recommend it to you because I know that's not the kind of movie you like. Then I will steer clear. Yes, <laughs> I trust it, you. It is not. I'm already going to be forcing you to watch a couple interesting things this season. So <laughs> I'm not going to say you should watch something. Uh, video games. I'm playing uh, Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster. I just got to Tycoon Tower. Taking my time with it. I'm going for the platinum again. So I'm grinding out the blue magics when they pop up. All that jazz. Books. I finished Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I finished Castaways of the Flying Dutchman. That's from the author Brian Jocks. He uh, wrote Redwall books. If you read those when you were a kid, yeah, rats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So did did you read Castaway of the Flying Dutchman? No. So it's a, it's a three book series about this kid and a and his dog who like got taken aboard the Flying Dutchman, and when the Dutchman gets cursed, they get pushed off the ship, and so they also have eternal life, but they're blessed by an angel. So they just go around helping people. It's like a treasure hunt book. Okay. It's fun. All right. Um, I finished The Reptile Room, which is the second of Series of Unfortunate Events. Literally cannot recommend that enough. Tim Curry doing an audiobook is everything I needed in my life. Maybe I'll try that. I mean, I, again, I only have one and a half, one and a quarter-ish left mm-hmm. of the Dark Tower series. Like one and a half. They're like two, book. three hours, Jay. So they're super fast. And it's just, it's just Tim Curry. It's like Tim Curry telling you a story, and it's just, it's so it's so wonderful. Um, and then today I started the Ribbit Jack, which is another Brian Jack's book. Uh, it's a collection of short horror stories. It's like 110 pages. I haven't read it before, so I got it from the library. And then I'm waiting on book three of Harry Potter and book three of Series of Unfortunate Events to become available from the library. So I'm listening to Holes by Louis Secur. Do you remember that from our childhood? I remember the movie. And that's... I remember the movie, too. So I forget a lot about the book. It's, like, only four hours, but it's just something to, like, listen to and just kind of, you know, have something, you know, having audio going and using the library makes it really easy. Other than that, started a new job. It's going great. I really like it. Going away this weekend with Devin for our two-year anniversary. Uh, that's it. Are you ready to talk about religious horror? I guess so. I am also just remembering that I forgot to change out the music, so we're going to listen to that sweet control song again. Hopefully it's the one from the cool scene. It is. Heck yeah. All right, guys. See you on the other side. Hey, 
know that whenever you recommend me a game like you want to do on the podcast i always say yes because you've never led me astray and i know i have pulled not pulled i have not really taken into account your taste at times to some of the oh, movies i've said you I should don't care, watch. whatever no no movies i said you should watch not things i think oh, okay. we should review things i should tell you to watch oh, okay. so i'm trying to get better at it so oh. in that regard before we start talking about this are you going to watch the first two episodes of lord of the rings tonight uh maybe not tonight uh, how long are they? Like an hour each. Oh, maybe the first episode tonight, and probably the second episode tomorrow. Fuck, that's yeah. long. I am just a sucker for Celebrimbor, and the fact that he's going to be in this is. So I'm going into this with like little to no knowledge of Lord of the Rings. I've okay. seen the movies. That's it. I you played didn't play Shadow of War. Well, yeah, I played the games too. So but... you know who Celebrimbor is? Yeah. Yes. I have to be reminded. That's the el- is it? That's the elf. That's the shadow ghost elf, the guy who made yeah. the rings. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's he's, he's one of my favorite characters because he's he's very flawed and tragic, and I, I mean, I, I love Batman. I'm a, I'm a sucker for it. So, we are doing religious horror this season. We have our movies in front of us. We have our games in front of us. We have our specials in front of us. Do we need to plow through the movies? Do you want to go back and forth? Do you want to go first with the games? What do you want to do? I I mean, why don't we do it in order? Okay. Let me pull up that. Sorry, that's really front-ended to, to, uh, for you. Not front-ended, but there's a lot more for you. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. Uh, just remind me. Okay, cool. So, the very first thing we're doing, the seventh seal. I know you haven't seen it, because I know you, but yeah. have you heard of it? Nope. All right. It is a Swedish-language film from famed director Igbar Bergman. Have you heard of him? Nope. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of notes one of for the me. greatest <laughs> films ever made. And I don't want to tell you much about it. But the plot is about a knight who comes across death, like capital D death. Yeah. And plays him in a game of chess. Okay, interesting. I I still have to find that. I got it from the library. <laughs> I'm actually going to watch it when I get home okay. on Sunday. All right. Dude, the library has literally changed my life. I should have been doing this for so long. I literally go there every day. I have gone there every day after work this week. I shit you not. My mom used to work as a library. Well, like that's I my mean, dream. Even my dream right, job is even a right now. I don't know if she's still. She's off for reasons, yeah. but uh-huh. I think she's still technically employed by there. I'll have to find out because that she, is my literal dream yeah. job. Oh, she loves it to be in a house of books. My lord. All right, the next movie, this one came out in 1934. We're doing Igmar Bergman first because it's foreign language. Um, it's still came out in the 50s, but the second one we're doing is The Black Cat. It's a universal pre-code movie, and it stars Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff. So Dracula and Frankenstein and The Mummy. Are, I, don't, I honestly have no idea what this movie's about. <laughs> I don't know much either. I... It was just on a, when I put together this stuff, it was on a lot of lists. So this is one I haven't seen. 
Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, so there'll be like some firsts here then. That's good. I just that's know good. Bella and Boris are in it. So that's, that's enough to give you to sit down for 120 minutes. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's like, it's only like an <laughs> whoa, hour whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 well, you had me worried there. Um, yeah, I guess. So next up is Fatal Frame. It's actually a game that I wanted to originally put in our first season. That's correct. We couldn't find but it. But I didn't know how long we were going to do this. So I, Larry and I didn't really know each other. So I was like, I don't want to ruin this game by like putting it up there. And then, you know, what if we well, hate also, each other? I remember you gave me a list of games and it was like, which ones can you find? And that's why we ended up yeah. doing Clock Tower 3, even though it's like against like my ODD <laughs> or OCD, my OCD <laughs> nature of playing games out of order. It was just the only one I could find. Of the list well yeah me. fatal frame is like still pretty expensive um i bought them literally i bought fatal frame one two and three all on psn five bucks each yeah i'm gonna be doing so, that soon I, my ps3 is sitting right here i need to hook it up and just do it it's oh it's so nice um but but yeah it's it's so basically the story is that there is a camera that can take pictures of ghosts and that's all i'm going to say uh other than the fact that for people who have played it, they know you will know that it doesn't super fit into this season, but there is a reason we are doing the first one. And we'll touch on that at the end of the season. <laughs> okay, Justin knows I don't kind of played it. Okay. Moving into that, we have our Halloween mini season. We kind of already talked about this. And so yep. what it's going to end up being is a Hocus Pocus review. Mm-hmm. A Hocus Pocus 2 review. Yes. Oh God, I hope it doesn't suck. We're gonna do a game. And I have a PC now, so there's no excuses any longer. I'll be joining Justin and Rachel in Phasmophobia. Yeah, we're going to do, I believe, I believe we're going to do Rachel, Randy, Larry, and I. Yeah, that's right. Randy, just, forgot Randy. Sorry, Randy. And we're going to, we're going to go through and we're going to, we're going to play a couple rounds. We're going to play for a couple nights, a couple rounds. It's, I fucking love that game so much. It's been a very long time, too, since I've played, so... Uh, I am excited I to like scratch anymore. my itch, because I've always felt like I was missing out. Oh, man, dude, I, it's I so good. didn't have the capability before. It gets so. weird. I will let you know that now. I played it one weird. time at my friend Matt's house. He had VR, and I played it in VR. I heard the first ghost whisper in my ear, took the shit off, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, I play it in VR every once in a while, uh, but I, I mostly mainline just like flat screen. All right. And then to wrap up the Halloween little section, uh, as always, we review a Halloween film from the franchise. Yes. So that this year it's Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Is that the eyebrows? Is... is this the one that he has like crazy ass eyebrows? This is the one where some shit Cult happens that makes me. No, that's. Well, Cold of Thorns been happening since 4. And it continues here, but it's not the big Call of Thorn one. This is the one that some shit happens, some characters die, who just really pissed me off. Um, but then, on Halloween, we're reviewing Halloween Ends. And I'll leave it at that. I gotta sneeze. Yeah. <clears throat> I know there are some people who have feelings, but my girl, Jamie Lee Curtis, has been out there doing promo work for it. And I love her. I know in all that promo work, that's more than we really got to see her in Halloween Kills. So, Moving on. <laughs> I'm not engaging with anyone on this. Uh, yeah. So moving on actually is the game I had kind of mentioned before. You skipped one. Uh, 
Oh, wait. That's right. I forgot. Ignore me. We just added it right before we started recording. Like, literally, we added it. Really right here on my notepad. I forgot. <laughs> by myself. A little Sorry, sticky Justin. note. Continue. Um, yeah, we're going to play Shadow Hearts. Uh, so, basically, I, I believe I played Shadow Hearts when I worked at Blockbuster. Uh, so, probably... I'm trying to find a release date. Oh, no, I wouldn't have worked there when it came out. I was... Yeah, anyways, uh, I, I believe I played a little bit of it, but, like, not enough to really grasp it or understand it. Uh, and then I hadn't even thought about the game until we actually started doing the show, and Tony brought it up. Yeah, True and, Hoax, for those in Discord. Yeah, yeah Tony True Hoax, and it, it kind of stayed in the back of my mind for a while, and uh, I don't know, I just I remember him mentioning something about, like, a church or something, and I was like... And so today... I was like, oh, fuck, I want to go look up Coldeca or whatever it's called, the game before it, and kind of see what it is. And it does also have some, like, religious horror overtones, but it's it's an okay game. It's not great. And I, I'm not even 100% sure that Shadow Hearts is going to be a good game. I just watched the intro cutscene, and I was like, we should play this. Uh, but basically, I'm gonna, I have to turn to Wikipedia for this. But uh, the Shadow of Story Hearts is set in 1913 and follows a human with the ability to capture and transform into monsters as he protects some lady uh, from the machinations of an evil magician. And there's a bunch of, like, Lovecraftian horror and uh, something to do with... uh, What did uh, Tony say earlier? I forget. He had mentioned... There's like some religious stuff in it. Anyways, and I've been wanting to play it for a while, so I figured we'd add it in, and uh, here we are. Also, if you want a new copy of Shadow Hearts, it's going to run you five, $497. If you want a used copy, it's, oops, it's only 180 mm-hmm. Just for those out there. Or there's other means. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Following that, we have our first patron-forced entry. This is actually coming from Eddie. So if you remember that Eddie doesn't really play video games, but he's at the tier where he could force one. So instead, we work with them, and he's actually doing our first double feature on the show. We are reviewing Prince of Darkness from John Carpenter. It came out in 1987. And then Thirst, which is a Korean film, which came out in 2009. I don't know much about either of those movies, but I am excited. Um, and Eddie will be, will be providing some audio to us about why he chose to do that. I, I've heard uh, people talk kind of about prince of darkness but i still have no idea what it is um next is actually a game i also have no idea about um but we had talked about it a while ago uh it's called the last door um honestly i bought it so long ago yeah same i think i bought it for like four dollars and i have no like uh, I, I just had to go to the Steam page. It says, Something ancient and evil is stirring in Victorian England. Only you can stop it. Journey to the brink of madness and beyond as you set forth alone into the dark. That is all I know. Okay. So, the pictures, there's a bunch of nuns and stuff. So, <laughs> All <Cool>. right. <laughs> so, following that, we're going to do our very first... Uh, first of many this season, which I didn't realize until I was putting together my notes. Uh, King movie um not directed by king obviously but from the mind of stephen king we're doing og carry uh i love it it's been a while since i've seen it i'm excited to review it have you watched og carry oh uh, yeah much better than that remake yeah that remake was a bummer even though i like the actors in it 
Oh well. Uh, then we have Ginger's forced design or her, his design episode, which he'll be joining. We'll also be being joined by Rachel on this. We're going to talk about and have a whole discussion about how religion is used to mask people's fear. Um, we'll be coming at it from a lot of different angles, looking at politics, social um, ideas, a lot of different ideas. So that one is still being kind of formulated and worked on. Uh, but that will be Justin and myself, Ginger, and Rachel. We are then reviewing The Omen from 1976. This is the OG one with Gregory Peck. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. It's all for you, Damien. Perfect. And then we're reviewing The Sentinel. I haven't seen it. Have you? Either have I. Nope. The cast is insane. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. So I want you to be surprised, but the basic plot is that a couple move into an apartment complex that they discover is the gateway to hell. Okay. Okay. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm, I have to look up this next one because I want to make sure I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. <laughs> um, so what we're hitting next is something a little bit out of left field. Uh, it's called condemned criminal origins uh it was a 360 and pc game it's it's got a lot of like silence of the lambs seven saw kind of vibes to it um yeah i can't really talk too much to it without giving it away but basically you play as a a crime scene investigator perfect i'm excited like you played some music obviously from it last week in the trailer for it and i know nothing about it so i'm, I'm actually pretty pumped i remember hearing it yeah uh yeah, yeah. Then, no we're good sorry yeah okay uh and we have some movies our christmas one because i don't want to be surrounded by a giant elf dick or i guess santa claus dick this year uh i picked it <laughs> and we are reviewing the nightmare before christmas god what a great movie I fucking love that movie. I know. I'm very excited. But going back through religious horror, in another King entry, we have the original Children of the Corn. Are you excited to hang out with Malachi? (laughs) It has been so long since I've seen that movie. I remember (laughs) it being on at my aunt's house and watching that opening scene and just being absolutely terrified. When they're in the diner, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... (sighs) Didn't they remake it, or aren't they remaking they've, it? Or they've shit? remade it and retouched it so many times, dude. It's it's been, yeah, it, it <laughs> yes. Uh, then we are reviewing Jacob's Ladder. Um, this is actually a forced entry. No, it's not. Sorry, I picked this one out. There's another one coming up with forced entry. Uh, it stars Tim Robbins. He is a Vietnam War veteran who is, let's just say, going through it. I haven't seen it. Okay. It's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, Michelle was very surprised when I told her I had not seen it. You're, I think so. you're, I, I know you're going to like it. Okay. Um, so I, I, up next is a forced entry from Shannon uh, mm-hmm. for Outlast 2. Um, I actually don't know anything about Outlast 2. The only thing I know is we had it included on our own entries for this season. And then we're like, well... Tuck's a patron. We'll pick someone else because we know this is her selection. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, again, I, I just know it's obviously a follow-up to Outlast 1. Actually, we need to talk because you have a PC. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about uh, the Outlast uh, multiplayer co-op game coming out. Because right, it goes cool. into beta soon, I believe. Speaking of beta, I signed up for the beta for Killer Clowns, and I'm hoping I get it. Have you oh, heard anything about them. Fight Forever? Fight Forever? The AEW game? No. Okay. Just curious. Oh, through the, the Evolve, the people yeah. we deal with. No. Okay. I, 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 I'm signed up, to so we should get notifications, but that's about it. I haven't... Uh, one of my favorite wrestlers for the company, Kenny Omega, his finishing move, which no one has ever kicked out of, is called the One-Winged Angel. Interesting. Okay. He a, a lot of his shit is based around Final Fantasy. I can dig it. I guess I'm gonna have to start playing and watching him. <laughs> yeah. Solely him. <laughs> okay, another fourth century from Ginger, the Devil's Advocate. I don't know a lot about this, and know it has Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino. So, yeah, I don't know much about it, but sorry, sorry, Ginger, but. Based off your past selections, my hopes are low. Expectations are are minimal. That's right. Uh, this next one is a Force movie from Shannon. It's called Frailty. Uh, I, I know that we ruffled feathers with our thoughts on life. Yep. I know that she has made it clear what she will do to us if we do not like this one, too. Uh, yep. So I'm a little bit scared. I don't know anything about it. Either do I. Which is exciting because I, I feel exciting like Exciting and is... more scary because now I, I keep like, oh, no, I like that. We're good. Because it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> okay. The next is one, and it's a movie that you forced. Hell, yeah, I did. It's fucking Constantine. <laughs> it is like, I am... I was going to say appalled that you didn't pick it, but I was just, I was very shocked because I figured Keanu's in it. I'm not a big Keanu guy. Oh man, dude. Constantine is amazing. It is so fucking, I I mean, I'm building it up. It's going to be shit. Like I know it is. <laughs> a lot of people do but not like that movie. shit can be fun. Shit can be so, fun. That's the thing is a lot of people don't like Constantine. I fucking love Constantine. I think cool. it's amazing. Good. And, yeah. It's and the the cast you you want to talk about casts that are stacked holy shit okay all right cool uh then we have the mist um more king and this is an adaptation that differs from the source material in kind of all the best ways because it still feels true but it changes things up it is without a doubt huh mist I've never read so this. So it's a short story. You should read it before we get to it. It's okay. super short. Um, it is the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, it is. It, you know what? I think, <laughs> speaking to The Last of Us, I think The Last of Us and The Mist like, are very <laughs> comparable. Yeah. Uh, just super depressing. And, God, yeah. I have to like prepare myself for The Mist. <laughs> I know. Next, we have House of the Devil. The plot is about a young college student hired as a babysitter in an isolated house. 
is soon caught up in bizarre and dangerous events. It's from Ty West. I haven't seen it, and I am super excited to finally knock this one off my list. Yeah, I've honestly never even heard of it. So it's the same director who did X. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Oh, no, you haven't watched it. No, but I saw the trailer for Pearl, which I'm kind of pissed off about, uh, when we went and saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So Dev and I are going to watch X before we go see Pearl. Damn, I'm sad that you saw the trailer I before you watched bummed. X. I know. It, it, it popped up, I had no idea, and then as it started going, I was like, oh, fuck. Still, but I think there's nothing X that will surprise like, they, they filmed him back-to-back. That's how they were yeah, able to push uh, it out so fast. When you, I, I believe if you went and saw X in uh, theaters or something, some screenings had a trailer for Pearl, like a very short quick trailer really for Pearl, like right like built into the end of the movie okay cool all right yeah so yeah. dev and i we've already added that to our list so we're both excited your turn next it is uh it's a game it's a it's fuck. uh it's a ginger forest game we're gonna play sekiro the uh, the second last souls ish game well it's not even really souls born it's kind of its own thing but basically feudal japan dark souls feudal japan um i i beat it when it first came out people love it i'm i just I think i'm just okay. so fucking done with souls like games dude this is the listen this is the last one until elden ring 2 or dark souls 4 or bloodborne 2 the they make games so slow you're good. Like <laughs> Next is the last exorcism. Um Justin somehow has not seen this. Uh nope. I don't wanna say too much about it. I don't wanna ruin it. It's found footage. I know that's a big ass for Justin because it's not one of his favorite kind of genres. Yeah. That's that that it, I will say as much as I would like to to have that not have like any like negative connotations to me. I know it's one too. It's gonna, it's it 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 has higher hurdles to jump. I will I mean, just say that I think it has the opportunity to be one of the scariest things, not only of this season, uh, but that we've done in the show. Okay, all right. Next, we have Insidious. Some James Wan up in here. Uh, it's been I, a while. I know. I think everyone's probably seen this. This movie did not scare me until the very fucking end. And there is yeah. one scene in this movie that makes it like that I can't go back and watch it. And it's at the very end. I don't I honestly I don't remember much about it. That movie I'll save it before we get really to like... it, but there is one scene there is just one scene that I remember the first time I saw it and it fucked me up. It fucked me up something royal. Interesting. Okay, well, I'm glad that we ha- we get to go through these horrible uh, experiences l- together, life changing life changing experiences together. <laughs> um, and then we're gonna hit up Dante's Inferno. I'm so excited. Um, I've been wanting to play this game for so long. So I played this game when it, I, as I usually do when it first came out, <laughs> um, and I haven't played it since. And I always really really liked this game. Um, it's kind of like god of war set in hell yeah um it's based around the poem right 
Yeah, so basically it's loosely, loosely based on Inferno, the first... I'm, I was going to read that, but fuck it, whatever. Basically... It's, uh, it's the first one of Dante Alighieri's... There's three. It's, it's Inferno. Yeah, so basically picture Dante, but he's a Templar, and he goes... He gets... He has to go through the nine circles of hell. One of my... I, I We have, like, tabletop books, and a lot of mine are, yeah. like, Batman and, like, Zelda and stuff, but one of mine is an illustrated copy of Dante's Inferno. Interesting. And it is gothic, I've... and it is dark, and I love it. So this game has been one I've been wanting to play for a long time. It's one of those things that you think about, you don't ever get to it. So the fact that we're forcing it on ourselves, I'm so excited. I, I do want to briefly touch on, uh, before I move on from Dante's Inferno, and we will talk about this, I assume, in great detail when we get to it. Dante's Inferno also had an infamous marketing. Yeah, I remember the, you asking Rachel about it. Yes, uh, they have. I'm gonna see if they still have access to it, but they, I believe, might have pictures of the incredibly realistic leg cake. Yeah, uh, and that's all I'm gonna touch on. But when we get to Dante's Inferno, there's a lot of like very interesting uh, marketing stuff like stuff you wouldn't see now okay EA it was around EA's your mom hates dead space like they were like on point with all this shit it was it was wild okay cool 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 uh two more movies two four centuries I know nothing about either actually it's not true I'm pretty sure I've seen Apostle Apostle sounds in fact I know I've seen Apostle so Rachel Force Apostle and Bezel Booth. What one is Apostle? I think uh, it's the one in the town. Oh, it's like uh it's the one that takes place in the woods? Yeah. I'm almost certain I've seen Apostle. Um but yeah, Matt Forced the film Bezel Booth and Rachel Forced Apostle. Yeah, I know I know nothing about Beelzebooth. Beelzebooth was also a movie I couldn't find music to. I know okay. that much. I, I'm pretty sure it's um, a Shutter exclusive. Okay. okay. So that might be why. Next, we're going to hit a game that I am so shocked Larry has yet to experience. Uh, we're going to we're gonna play Bioshock. Never played it. Never played any of them. Um, I, I enjoy... A lot of people have problems with uh, Bioshock Infinite. I love that. I love Infinite. And I, I really love the first Bioshock. The first Bioshock is definitely the most, like, horror-centric one. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm excited for you to experience it. I really hope that you don't get too spoiled. I don't know anything. Leading up to it. Then I hope if you hear or see anybody talking about Bioshock, stop. Yeah, I, I, I don't, truly don't, listen. don't know anything. All I know is that the third okay. one, they end up like in America or something. That's like all I know. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. That's one. Yeah, it's I fucking love that one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, don't listen. If anybody t- starts talking about Bioshock, just tune them in and walk away. The last film is one that I haven't seen because kind of like with a show, once we're going to review it live, I tend to like sleep on horror films, you know? Yeah, um, so well, same one, here. It's St. Maud. I haven't seen it. I've heard great things about it, and I'm excited to finally review it. And then the last uh, thing we have scheduled as of right now 
is a second TV show review. We've obviously done one TV show previously. Um, we're doing another one, and it's from the same creator. It's Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass. Yeah, I've seen the first episode, and that is it. I remember I sat down at 9.30 at night on a Saturday with Devin, and I watched the first episode because my friend, the P, was like, you got to watch it. I'm not telling you a single thing about it. He's like, just watch it. And it was during school, and I had like a free weekend. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch it. I watched every episode back to back to back to back. I was up to like 6.30 in the morning, and I would, and I might do it again. It is amazing i love it there could be an argument that it might fit differently in a better season but i, I already know the i already i already guessed the thing in the first episode okay so i don't know if you want me to say it here or not i don't know we'll, we'll sit on it um to give you okay. some time but i am very excited and now for the reason up yeah we're wrapping the season up with uh fatal frame 2 one of the most beloved PS2 horror games. Really? Yes. And the main reason we're playing Fatal Frame 1 is because I want to play Fatal Frame 2. Um, Justin knows that I'm weird. Well, not only that, but while I was kind of digging into like, hmm, should I try to push not playing Fatal Frame 1 because it doesn't really fit? In Fatal Frame 2 it talks about the events of Fatal Frame 1. Okay. I, that's all I'm going to say about story-wise, but it is... Fatal Frame 2 is a game that I played. I've never beaten it. I played it for an hour. The lights went out. Like, I lost power when mm-hmm. I was playing it, and it was the second I saw something terrifying, and I've never been able to go back to play it. All right. Okay, I'm excited. I, yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm there to like turn your power off when you get to that <laughs> moment, it might not hit the same. But yeah. Uh, we will then have our crappy horror film picked out, and hopefully this year it's actually crappy. Um, patrons, crappy, 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 crappy voters. Like, think. You know what? Matt always wants to push Velocipaster. Here you go, buddy. This, might, this, this is your chance. season. It's going to be his chance. <laughs> uh, things that might get added this season include Blair Witch Volume 2, Coffin Rock. I'm going to try to see if I can get that running on my own end. I'll probably play it a little bit to see if I can get past the place where Justin got stuck, and then we'll reverse roll. Oh, you rock. mean like right at the fucking start? Exactly. But there was something so janky and fun about that. Like I love doing those with you. I think they're a blast. And then other things, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Pearl, the Dead Space Remake, and Callisto Protocol. So when those come out, they will be added. Uh, obviously, things always pop up in here, which we'll tackle. You probably noticed that we don't have Scream 6. Um, I'm not... I'm not giving that franchise my uh, my love anymore. I'm not giving it my money anymore. Um, they are trying their best, I think, to lure me back in. And I love Scream. I mean, anybody who listens to this podcast for more than a minute knows that I do. But Sydney Prescott is the franchise. And the fact that, for some reason, they 
won't pay her her money. Like, yeah, it's kind of wild. Her, like, her, it's fucking insane. Like, like, could you imagine doing something similar to that with like Lori Strode? And they did, and this this and the franchise suffered. Like, pay her her worth. She is worth every dime. So, yeah, uh, Justin, he's always supportive, but I'm not doing Scream Six. I'm not gonna watch. Oh, it. I I'm just gonna download it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's not getting my money. I mean, it's not getting my time. I am going to rent it. With hard-earned money. From the library. From the library. Yeah, from the library. From Justin's library. (laughs) So that is our horror season. A lot of fun stuff. Um, If anybody Mm -hmm. wants to become a patron, your fourth entry will go into effect this season. um, And we'll add it in. Um, So that's all. I do want to also bring up. Yeah, yeah. If video games are always, like, a really hard thing to pick for, like, super specific seasons mm-hmm. and it's basically because a lot of it comes down to mad scientists i'm not gonna lie um if you can think of a better super fucking scary religious game let me know yeah. and i will walk i will work with larry and we will get it in 100 percent. because I, I like this yeah. is like the season that could potentially be our scariest season. I agree. There are some movies on here that could really push the limit, I think. Yeah. I. It's going to be great. It's going to be really fucking good. Alright, and with that, we're going to play a commercial from a member podcast of Kaleidoscope Media Network. May it rest in peace. And uh, uh, we're going to head on into the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Oh, really? Monsters. Sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. Do you think we're going to catch a copyright strike for singing the uh, Yevon song? No. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh. No, if if maybe if uh, Square ever wanted to stop making something Final Fantasy VII related, but you know that's never gonna happen. So they probably forget that Final Fantasy X exists. Oh, Final Fantasy VII, the game that will never die continues to be. What it I is. mean, and the funniest part is, is like I'm gonna sit here and shit on it, but I'm gonna fucking get, I'm gonna get part two the fucking day it comes I out. Talked so much shit about that fucking game. And I ended up getting it on launch. I don't think you can get this next one on launch because I think it's PS5 only for six months, right. so you're good. I think you're right. I think I'll have some time. I'll be able to enjoy uh, Advent, not Advent Children, Crisis Corp. I will do. <laughs> That's coming to Steam, so I'm pretty excited. So next week, started with this foreign language film, little little ditty from Ingmar Bergman. I'm very, very excited. Hopefully Justin doesn't hate it. Uh, religious horror is going to be a lot of fun. Remember, if you want to become a patron, the window is still open for you to force things upon us. Um, first game is going to be Fatal Frame. According to How Long to Beat, that's seven and a half hours. So if you want to play along with us, I really, really would like to get some email and some responses from people this season. 
um, because as Justin and I always said, it's fun to kind of hear people's thoughts. So we're going to be pushing that a little bit more on Twitter and in Discord. Uh, but that's kind of my big thing. Make sure you're supporting Justin over on Dread XP, reading his articles. His I, as someone who doesn't really care about a lot of indie games, I really find his writing to be very uh, enthralling. And even for someone like me... Oh, who, thank you. I'm serious. Like Even for someone like me who is solo RPG or bust, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy reading about these other games. Cause I, I, I think it's because I, I know you so well and I know your voice, and it makes me kind of feel it. Like I, I almost bought Call of the Lamb just because I was watching your content coverage oh, of it. Gee, fucking Call of the Lamb was amazing. Um, I actually did... I don't know if I can talk about that. Yeah, maybe I won't. Um, But uh, you might also be uh, reading me somewhere else as well. Ooh. Next next week, maybe, perhaps. Or I guess this week as this comes in. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure when it's going to run. All right, well, we'll have to talk off air. So with that, I want to find out, guys. Patreon to stick around. I do have a campfire question for us this week. But for everyone else, until next week. Stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.